Welcome to the Rachel Kujup Show. I'm Rachel Kujup and my mission is to help you build a business that supports your multi-passionate lifestyle, create content with confidence and clarity, and launch profitable signature services and products. It is possible to blend who you are with what you do and gain financial freedom while still making a positive contribution to the world. I have helped over 3,000 people across my workshops and programs become respected and successful leaders and creators in their community. I know you have big dreams for your business and life. So are you ready to be seen and heard? In today's episode, I'll show you how to make it happen. In today's episode, I'm speaking with my good friend and incredible human, Beck Cazillo. Beck is a spiritual life and business coach on a mission to support women to claim their worth, master their mindset, and step into the highest vision for their life and business. As a fiery Aries woman, Beck helps you get out of your own way, ignite your inner fire, and start living your soul's purpose. Her approach combines the practical with the intuitive to ensure you walk away with the tools and strategies to build a life and business that you love. In 2016, Beck started her business as a creative outlet while working full-time in the community sector. What started as a side hustle soon turned into a full-blown love affair and 18 months later, she had walked away from her job to become a full-time boss babe. Beck now balances biz life with mum life, living in Canberra, Australia with her husband, Matt, and their beautiful little Noah. Today, we are chatting about spirituality and how you can incorporate spiritual practices in your business. I just know you're going to get so much from this conversation with Beck. So let's dive in. So I am so excited to chat with you today about spirituality because I'm someone who doesn't really see themselves as overly spiritual and I'm like the first to admit that, but I've really loved learning from you over the last six months, 12 months. And it's really got me to think a little bit differently about spirituality, especially in business. So to start, I'd love to know how do you define spirituality? And thank you for saying that. It's so nice that to know that, you know, our connection has had that impact on you. How do I define spirituality? I think, I think it's a really, really personal thing. And I think it doesn't matter whether or not you call it spirituality or you call it something different or you call it intuition even, you know, I think it's just really important that it means something to you and it comes from the heart and it comes from your soul. And for me, spirituality, spirituality is what gives me purpose and it's my why, you know, it, my, my reason for being and the reason that I do what I do is grounded in my spirituality. And so for me, it's very intrinsic in that like soul purpose and what I'm here to do and my mission and my vision and all of that sort of thing. And for many people, they won't necessarily connect their why with it being spiritual, but for me, that is. And so when I see people out in the world, I see that as a spiritual thing and It's okay as well if people don't see it, but I think for me, that is how I define spirituality, which probably sounds a little bit odd because it's nothing to do with, you know, necessarily connection to spirit or the universe or whatever else you might call the greater being, if you believe in that. Uh, For me, spirituality is very much about 
your relationship to self. I love that. Thank you so much for sharing that because hearing your definition, that's something that I can relate to. That is something that I also believe. Like I am not overly spiritual, but I do really believe in intuition. I do believe some things seem to happen for a reason or we have our own kind of journeys and paths. And I know for me, my why is really, really core to everything that I do. And I know as soon as I deviate from that, that just like my whole being from how I think about myself, how I feel, like I can really tell I'm out of alignment. And it it took me ages to acknowledge that and to like listen to that in a sort of intuition, which I think a lot of women and with the capitalism and sort of corporate space, we're told not to listen to that. So that is like a definition I can get behind, which makes sense when we're thinking about like a general kind of idea of spirituality, because I know for me, I'm not religious and a lot of my family members are really not religious. And for a long time, again, I linked spirituality to religion and I was like, well, that's just not me at all. And I think, again, because of that, I really disconnected from myself, as you said. So why do you think it's important or beneficial to connect with your spirituality, to really understand and know yourself? I mean, I think it just really comes back to having that feeling and fulfillment, really. That's what it's about. Because if you know who you are and you have a deep connection essentially for me it's like a connection to our own spirit right like as opposed to it being anything external so if we're connected to our own spirit and who we are what we're here to do and our mission and what gives us purpose what fulfills us then we're going to move from a place and act from a place that is grounded in that and so therefore when we go out into the world when we build our businesses, when we interact with others, have relationships, all of those things, we're doing that from a place where it means something to us, you know, and we're not wasting our time doing things that aren't fulfilling and wasting our time doing things that don't mean anything to us so often. And, you know, you mentioned capitalism, you know, we could talk about the patriarchy for days, right? Like, all of those external factors mean that we are quite disconnected from those things. And, you know, we feel like we should be doing all of these things. We should be doing this. We should be doing this, or we should have achieved this by a certain age. All of those external things that have told us that our lives and, you know, what we have in our lives and what we've achieved should be a certain way. When we can let go of all of that and actually just connect in with ourselves and what, we're here to do and what we really want, what really fulfills us, then we can live a life that just feels so much better, (laughs) so much more fulfilling than, you know, all, all of the things that we're told, you know, it should be. Right. And that's what I, I think I also love about your work because I'm a very practical process driven person. And again, people I've connected with in the past who were saying exactly what you're saying, to me felt really like woo. And I'm going to say like really wishy-washy, not practical. So again, my like, well, how's this going to help me achieve things? How's this going to actually get me some kind of like purpose or attached to my goals? I know not everything has to be like that, but for a lot of what you're saying, you know, connecting to your why is a process. It is, it requires work, you know, and keep coming back to it. So I know a lot of business owners listening to this, a lot of my clients 
feel quite similar to me, but are looking for more spirituality and connection to themselves, but they really don't buy into this idea of woo. Like they don't want to go to a program that just tells them, you know, to walk through nature and to feel the breeze and, you know, grass on their feet and just to suddenly have a spirit talk through them, that kind of work. So I know that you don't do that and everything you do really serves your clients. So are you able to share some practical ways you've incorporated spiritual practice into your business and what it's helped you achieve? Yes. Yes. I love this question because it is, it is the thing that I do, right? Like I've been in the spiritual space for a long time. My mum is a psychic medium, so I am very familiar with all of the woo and, and there's lots of different, different forms of spirituality out there and beliefs out there. But ultimately, um, because I've got that grounding in knowing all of that side of things, I understand that space, but also as a human being, I'm very practical, love the strategy side of things. And so I love bringing the two together. So thank you for asking me this question because it is, it is my wheelhouse. It's what I love doing. So in terms of what this looks like practically, for me, the way I like to think of it is the spiritual connection to self is very much about being really grounded in that why. So getting really clear on what that looks like, uh, knowing what your purpose is. We've talked a bit about that. Then it's like, okay, well, what does that mean? I have actually a course, which is a goal setting course, and it's grounded in this whole, whole process of we set goals based on, you know, what we think we should be doing. And we start there with like, I want to have achieved this thing. And we don't think about why we want to achieve that or the feeling that sits behind that. And so what I really encourage people to do is start with the feeling. So that's like the spiritual side of things, right? Like start with where, how you want to feel, what that's going to feel like when you get there. And then once we know that, then we can set the goal. So then it's like, okay, well, what does that look like practically? What, what, are, what is going to help you feel that way? And we set what that goal is. And then it's like, okay, what are the steps to get us there, right? So that's what it might look like in goal setting. And it's really, really important, I believe, to be really grounded in that why all the time. It also helps you get really clear on your ideal client and who you're here to serve. Because if you know what you're here to do, you can get really clear on that picture. And therefore, that means, you know, you can communicate with them more directly. When you're writing your content, you can actually have a picture of what that is and you can communicate uh, your message in a much clearer way when you have that that picture. The other thing that I do, and you know, this will really depend on person to person, but I just love creating ritual in my day. You know, we're business owners, we work for ourselves because we don't want to be in that corporate space, right? Like we don't want to be in that grind. And so it's like, well, how do you create ritual in your day? How do you make your day feel really good? What does that look like for you? And so for me, that's a spiritual practice and it might not sound like a spiritual practice, but it's like, how can I make my office space nice? What can I, what can I do to feel good today? Is it actually going and making a cup of tea before I sit down to work? You know, really simple things, but it really, really helps that space and that connection to self and being in a being in a space where you can show up more fully for yourself and your business 
Thank you so much for sharing those tips. My head is sore from nodding furiously because <laughs> again, I can relate to this. Maybe I'm more spiritual than I thought. Beck. So I'm so glad I'm like literally having aha moments myself as I'm listening to this. I love that you said that we do set goals and we don't often think about the feeling because something that I've learned to do more myself as a coach is to actually encourage my clients to think about how they feel um, and to acknowledge those feelings, to explore those feelings, you know, in safe and brave spaces. Because like you said, a lot of the time we are making these big goals and these big decisions and we're not thinking about how we feel about them. And just simply through having someone like sitting in front of me talking about everything I want to achieve and literally seeing their body language change and the tone of voice change, you know, and then just sort of sharing that back to the person. And then, you know, the client being like, actually, no, I don't want that. I don't know why I'm saying I want that. I don't want that. I think is so powerful. And I can see how, you know, like you said, actually incorporating that into everything we do would be really practical and beneficial. And especially around rituals, I have little rituals too, hearing you talk about that. I was like, yeah, I need to have like a hot beverage. Like I literally have one now. I spilled it all over myself before <laughs> recording this, but I still brought it. I always have all of the liquids um, around me. My office has to be like clean. Everything else in the house can be a mess, but I go through like an actual ritual. We've been a cleaning ritual, cleaning my house and my office before working. And I guess in a sense that is like me connecting to self and my surroundings. And I often breathe and think about all the things that I want to achieve for the day. So I like loved, love that you shared that. So what has these kind of rituals, goal setting with feeling allowed you to achieve in your business? So much, so, so much. I think for me, it's really knowing that the the drive that I've got has meaning, has purpose. And I know, you know, when, when I've achieved a goal or when I have little wins, now I make that a celebration, you know, and I, I know the importance of that. Whereas once upon a time, I might not have done that, you know, I might not have made that a priority to celebrate little wins along the way. So important as a business owner, as you know, to celebrate all of those things. I think for me, for me, it's really just about the feeling and it's that I can feel this incredible sense of abundance at any time, you know, that's that feeling is available to us all at any time. So even if I haven't quite achieved a goal or even if I, you know, something has happened in my day that hasn't gone to plan or whatever it is, it's like I've got the tools and the resources and the things that I can do to kind of come back and just ground and I can tap into a sense of abundance, even when, yeah, I might not have hit a goal that would be the thing that once upon a time would have said, well, you can't feel abundant right now because you didn't hit that goal. It's like, no, no, no. I get to have a big goal and maybe I don't hit it today. Maybe I'll hit it tomorrow, but I'm going to feel abundant all the time. That's, that's what it, it gives me. It's really, really about the feeling. And, and perhaps that sounds so woo, but I mean, what's the point of it all if we don't feel good? So true. I don't think that feels woo at all. Like my woo radar is not going <laughs> off. I like again can completely relate to that. So it's something that I've been working on more, particularly during 
lockdown, I didn't feel abundant and for obvious external reasons. Um, I wasn't able to do the things I wanted to do, to practice self-care, to feel connected. And I had to change goals and rituals and to really find those small pockets in the day where things were great. And then I used that to build a feeling of abundance, even when, you know, maybe logically and different things externally were happening that would normally, like you said, make me feel not abundant. This year, I started to feel abundance, even when I was like unwell, when, yeah, I changed my business model, when things, you know, in personal life weren't great. And I just kept on focusing on that. And hearing you talk about that made me realize that the feeling connecting to that, honoring that and like the little rituals really did help me feel more abundant. And for a while there, I was like, yeah, that's like, whatever, like mindset, abundance. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But once it clicks, you realize it's like a legit thing and it isn't woo. And I think a lot of people listening to that, you know, to this know they want to feel abundance, but might have some hesitation around the woo-ness of it. So I love that that's come up for us today. So how can listeners start leaning into their spirituality? How can you offer some simple steps, perhaps perhaps for the people like me who are really practical, sort of like really trying to avoid the woo, how can we serve them today? Mm, this is such a good question because I feel like at the beginning you were like, we don't want to just like go walk in nature. <laughs> but I do think the biggest thing is to slow down, really. We live in such a fast-paced society and I think for me it's about listening to your intuition and so it's about practices and actions that are actually going to support you to do that. And in order to feel your intuition or hear your intuition or, you know, be able to tap into it, we've kind of got to slow down and do things like that. So that might be going and walking outside or it might be, you know, it might be meditation, but anything where it's, it even happens in, you know, the shower or in the car, right? Like those times when you're not on a computer or on your phone or looking at a screen, you know, when you're actually just with yourself and you're on your own with your your thoughts, that's when you'll be able to tap into your intuition. And that's what I would recommend people start with, just creating more time for you to just be and allow yourself to have that connection and find that connection. And then the biggest thing is following through. And I think, you know, we often, I think you, you mentioned this before, right? Like often we have been taught not to trust our intuition you know we want to go with what is rationally the best decision or what makes sense on paper or you know these are the steps one through to five but your intuition is telling you to start at number three you know but no we've got to start at number one because that's how you do it that's the right way to do it right like we've got all of these things in our lives that have told us to kind of ignore our intuition and so the biggest the biggest hurdle will be not just listening to it, not just finding what your intuition is telling you, but then to actually follow through on that. And that can be really little things. Like it can be as simple as you're sitting in front of a computer all day. Have you gone and grabbed a glass of water? You know, your intuition might just be like, you really need water right now, you know? (laughs) Go to the bathroom. What are you doing? Stop ignoring these, you know, these things. Um, And then it can be bigger, you know, bigger decisions, you know, 
creating a new program or uh, creating a new offer or pivoting your business, all of those things, you know, will be things that can come through intuitively as well. But it'll often be practicing those little things along the way that'll help us get there. That's so true. So true. Even thinking the lead up to changing my business model, like I was getting signs and little like pranks of intuition and I didn't have the full picture. So I didn't take action, but I kept listening to them. And over time through doing different things and I'm not totally bagging out nature. I do love nature. (laughs) I just been told many a time to just go out in nature and suddenly everything will come to me. And I think it's a little bit more work (laughs) than that. But yeah, it was like over time and building up that picture and asking myself the same questions over and over. And and then it sort of felt like it really did kind of speak through me that it came just out of nowhere, but that is like simply not true. It was a lot of work for about six to nine months of really like leaning in. And like you said, like asking myself questions, nurturing my mind and body. So getting outside, exercising, making sure I was eating right. So then I could actually make a decision from a place where I felt like safe and healthy and secure. Um, I think, like you said, the slowing down is so important because when our nervous systems are all fired up, it's really hard to listen to our intuition because our intuition is screaming, like get safe or run away, which it should be. It makes sense at that response, but then that's not really going to help us decide if we should go on a podcast or not, or if we should create a new offer when our body's screaming to like run or fight. That's not where we really um, want to be. So I want to ask this just because I'm simply curious. And I know a lot of my clients have been asking me this, how, how can we use things like tarot cards or psychic readings to support I suppose you know be again be kind of more aligned in our business our lives getting to know ourselves like how do you use those and do you encourage like different um, clients of yours who feel drawn to do that to use those for their business yeah for sure I definitely think if you feel drawn to it then why not right like go for it if and that's your intuition you know that's your intuition guiding you towards something and the fact of the matter is if you try it and you're like nah that's not for me then that's cool too right um so the way that I like to think about oracle cards or tarot cards or anything like essentially it's a divination tool so you are using an external tool to kind of ask a question or validate something validate a feeling I think it's really, really helpful if you're making a decision or you feel like your intuition is guiding you towards something and you're like, you know what, I just need some reassurance here or I just need to validate this in some way. And so, you know, you might pull out your Oracle cards at that point when it's like, okay, you know, I've been invited onto a podcast. Should I do this? Is this the right move for me? I'm not sure that I'm trust, I can trust my intuition here. Let's consult the cards, see what the cards say. Uh, I also use a pendulum, which is, I don't even know how to describe it, but another divination tool that you can use, a crystal on the end of a string, essentially, uh, which you can ask yes or no questions to get answers. Ultimately, I think in my experience, usually we already know those answers. We already know what we want the answer to be and even if we're sitting there consulting our cards and we're about to turn the card over and you're going oh I hope it's this well then that's your answer right like it doesn't matter what the card says if you're you're hoping for something then that's a pretty good sign that your intuition is leading you that way 
I think the tools are also just a bit of fun too. You know, you can have lots of fun with them. I can support you with, you know, even starting your day, you know, what do I most need today? What, you know, what's the message that I need today? Uh, and, you know, pulling a card and seeing what comes out. Often it'll encourage you to follow your intuition or to see the signs and just be more conscious of those things. I think that's really what these things help us to do. They help us to be intentional and conscious and uh, just taking the time just even to ask ourselves those questions. I really love that answer. And I think, again, that's something that a lot of listeners, if they're like me or thinking about it or tried to use it in the past to see that it is there as like a tool to help your intuition speak through and to have those moments. I have surprisingly um, used tarot cards <laughs> a lot. I bet you didn't realize that. No. Um, and used to love like crystals and everything like that as a kid. And I, the reason why I also love the way that you describe that is because the reason I moved away from them is because I found they weren't serving me. I already had the answer and I was simply just putting whatever, like you said, whatever I wanted onto those cards or I'd get super frustrated um, as a teenager when my mum would pull cards and say, this is what's happening. I was like, no, it's not. Like, I'm going to go off and do all of this. Like, I don't care what they say. And so I just found like I was kind of defensive and they didn't really like serve me. But I, um, I've been tempted recently because like I said, lots of clients are asking me and I see lots of my peers, including you, using these. And I was like, oh, maybe it would be a bit of fun. But I just know that um, my intuition speaks to me pretty clearly, but I can see how I could serve a lot of people who are learning to listen to their intuition to take those moments, as you said. So I appreciate you sharing that with me because I was like, I need to ask yes. this question. We can't end the episode <laughs> without that. Um, so what I'd love to wrap up on is what do you want listeners to take away from this episode about spirituality? I think the main thing is to know that no one else gets to define that for you. And you get to define it for yourself. So whatever it means for you, that's what it means. And, you know, so often we, if we think of like new age spirituality, we get a picture in our head of what that looks like, or perhaps spirituality, you associate that with organized religion. You know, I'm very much of the opinion that, you know, you have your own brand of spirituality and however you define that is, is the main thing that's important and it can change and just to be open to exploring that and you know if it feels if something feels good for you if you're curious about it like why not like pull a card grab a pendulum do some research on goddesses or whatever it might be that comes up like just follow those little breadcrumbs that you know curious those curiosities that you have that's your intuition, right? So just follow those things and things will feel good and they won't. And it doesn't mean anything about you if one thing resonates and another thing doesn't. It just means that that's your brand of spirituality and that's what you've got to follow. What an amazing way to end this episode. I am going to steal that, your own brand of spirituality, because again, that is something that I can buy into and something that I've yeah, been playing around with and developing this last year. And like I said, I know so many of my clients are too. And I think this episode is going to be really insightful and give them the permission like you have with me, like just to be able to explore that um, and not put so many boundaries and definitions on my own spirituality. And like you said, to explore my curiosity because 
that's like a huge part of my life. And it's amazing what has come out. Like who would have thought I'd be like, oh, maybe I'll use tarot card. Um, I'll let you know how I go with that. Please so do. thank you so much for coming on the Rachel Quizip show and for sharing your story, insights and wisdom. I really, really appreciate thank it. Thank you for having me. Thanks so much for tuning into today's episode. If you found what I've shared valuable, please leave a review and hit the subscribe button so you don't miss when a new episode drops every Wednesday.